Welcome to Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we are talking to a new TV, or I guess the next generation of TV guru, Rob Axman. Hey, Rob, how are you? I am good. How's it going? It's going really, really well. I've known Rob for years, and um, I really love his company. Uh, Rob is the president of Brightline. Brightline is a company that's been really at the center of the connected television evolution innovation center, as well as kind of creating new products in that area. And they now see themselves as a connected TV monetization platform. And we'll go through a lot more about that in a second. But before we get there, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Um, Sure. Yeah, it's been quite a trip because I've been with Brightline since the beginning, Um, not just the beginning of Brightline, but the beginning of my own career (laughs) Um, over over 20 years ago, uh, which so I, you know, sat through a lot from, you know, being a, a junior level founder to uh, pivoting the company, experiencing two very different but significant downturns in the economy um, and emerging where we are today uh, in the connected TV space, uh, still focused very much on data driven ad experiences and, you know, helping create better experiences for viewers while helping our supply partners better monetize their inventory. That's great. I mean, I, I, it's, it's an amazing journey when you go from really almost like the idea of a business and then that business launches and grows and interactive television hit manifested in one way and then really, I think, found its, its footing in this, this new connected television world uh, that has scaled and has brought us things like Netflix into our lives or or some of the other platforms. And, and I know that you guys have done some amazing work in, in that space for things like the Olympics, but what, what are you guys working on right now? Uh, sure, yeah, I think, you know, now that we've really expanded our footprint significantly, so we're working with all the major providers, which is very cool because it, it brings scale to this, which is very important for TV buyers. If they're gonna wanna do any kind of new ad experience, they don't wanna put a lot of work in if it only can run in one place. So being able to run these things across NBCU and all the Disney properties, Discovery, et cetera, um, that's an important kind of foundation and almost table stake to develop something scalable. Uh, so now we're in the exciting mode of just in layering on all sorts of innovation, whether that's dynamic and getting better one-to-one creative messaging so that you can get to the right viewer with the right message, uh, not necessarily targeting at the campaign level, but like at the, when the ad's on the screen, making sure you're pointing out the right elements of a product to the right viewer based on what you know about them. Uh, that's a really powerful area because I think personalization is how we want our TV experience from a content perspective. So from our end, we want to make sure ads follow suit because uh, I think it'll be it's going to be very jarring if you have this very personalized Netflix content experience and then you see you know and then and have the same thing in Hulu and others, but then you see ads that aren't personalized at all. That's going to create a very jarring disconnect. So that's one major area of focus these days. Um, and then as where interactivity goes, you know, engagement has been around for quite a while. Um, now it's about connecting the dots to attribution um, and using it as an optimization metric. 
um, as well as closing a loop, getting right on through to make a purchase. Um, and there's a lot of interesting ways to do that. That's great. So, I mean, a lot of the platforms early days, I guess not even early days, um, went out and they were just trying to deliver content, right? So you had the Netflix of this world and then you had um, the emergence of, of, of business models like Hulu and I guess things like Peacock have followed suit in that area. And you guys really play in that kind of, I guess, ad funded or partially ad funded world. So when, uh, just give me an example of some of, of the work that you guys are doing right now. I, I know the amazing work you did for the Olympics a couple of years ago, and I, I think I saw that you guys were doing some more on that. So just be curious, how would that manifest itself? How would someone see the work that you guys do? Uh, sure. Yeah. It, you know, it comes in a lot of different flavors, depending on um, what a given brand or campaign objective is. But when you think about the auto category, um, you know, they're they're all over television. Right. And they're you know, they want to not just get their awareness messaging out, but they want to start you down the funnel, uh, not necessarily move you all the way there because, you know, you still got to mostly go to a dealership to buy a car. Well, that, even that's changing. Um, but if you can start playing around with it, getting tangible, that shows results for them. So, um, you know, for auto specifically, that'll often manifest itself in things like car colorizers and rotators, little fun things you can do during a 30 that let you get a little hands-on with the vehicle, see it at different angles, better understand what some of the new features and functionality are uh, and play around with it all with your remote control um, and keeping it to a minimum, upper funnel, let viewers have a nice engagement. This way they've, you know, started down the sales process. Um, and what's really cool about Connected TV is just the level of data that's available. So you can also sequence messaging um, and move them through. So if they played around, now serve them a dealer locator, right? Um, that's another really interesting piece about the addressable messaging, which is we can show actual one-to-one -one messaging based on where someone lives. So they would see the closest dealerships to their home uh, and then even give them ways of closing the loop. One click and they can actually receive an email to schedule a test drive. I mean, it sounds great. Uh, I'd love to buy my next uh, Tesla truck through that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> definitely set up, set up the parental controls when that's available. <laughs> so, you know, Rob, you've lived through the evolution of the interactive television world from the early promise that was so exciting, but at the same time, not really scalable right. to really kind of what we're, where we are today. What are some of the, the exciting trends that you're seeing in the space right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest is around the additional reporting and advanced analytics that are available um, and the fact that it is scalable, that, it, you know, yes, there's still lots of devices, but that's not creating the fragmentation that one might expect, because if you're doing an upfront with an NBCU or Disney, they're running you on their properties across all of those devices. And you don't you don't need to be concerned about that because it is scalable. Um, and it's getting to all the same content and networks that you'd like to previously were trying to reach across all of those devices. I think some people do get overwhelmed and think that it is fragmented because of that. But at the end of the day, all the leading AVOD providers out there are making it easy for buyers to get that scale. And if they're not going direct, the same goes for programmatic. It's pretty simple to set up um, you know, a deal ID with any of the major CTV SSPs and get across that entire landscape with a single buy. Um, so that's what's been very cool because now. So that's, a, I mean, I think, Rob, that's a really important point that you're making. So absolutely a couple of years ago, it was kind of basically like 
you you know, I guess platform by platform or uh, connected TV provider by connected TV provider. And so what you guys have been part of is this evolution to a more streamlined approach that could be, it, it makes it a lot easier to push out across multiple providers or is there still some kind of some bumpiness there? Um, yeah, there's still a little bumpiness. I think we're, it, it's still evolving. I do think we definitely crossed the threshold though, that that tipping point is well past. Um, Cause you know, I think back to the analogy is early days of addressable when it was had to buy it from each individual cable or satellite provider. Um, you know, I think where connected TV is today, we're well past that. Like you can get scale. And I think with the additional consolidation, it seems like someone's acquiring someone every day. You know, the, the reality is you can reach 90% of the CTV viewing audience through a handful of the major TV network partners that most buyers have been working with for decades. Um, and from our side, that I mentioned that the, you know, the footprint is essentially table stakes, because now that that's in place, that same unit or whatever type of experience they want to implement can run across that whole entire universe. Uh, it's basically one tag, run it across every single partner that is on your CTV buy at this point. So let me change gears a little bit, Rob. I mean, the last year has been crazy. I know that uh, you, you left New York City for a while and uh, with your family, your, your young family. How did you guys operate during this period? Um, sure. Yeah, I think some of the interesting positives that came out of that were I was shocked and also inspired. Like, and I think a lot of people saw the same thing, like how seamlessly everybody just kept working. It was incredible. Um, like, you know, we, we just basically packed up our office, everyone home, and the next day everyone logged in and it was as if nothing happened from like a work productivity perspective. Everyone was terrified. We were all scared, you know, of course, given what was going on. But from an actual work perspective, it was amazing to see. I mean, so it was inspiring to see the, how the people responded, but also the technology now that, now that most things are in the cloud. Um, it was a pretty seamless transition. So um, that was very cool. Now, of course, in the advertising business, a lot of people saw ad spend drop off a cliff in those early days, right? So those were some very scary moments. You know, one thing that we were watching closely, which is what is now, thankfully, knock on wood, <laughs> happening is we were watching that despite ad spending dropping off a cliff in those early days because of the uncertainty, streaming was exploding. And I think we always knew that television was, it was inevitable. We were going to go from legacy cable satellite to streaming television devices. That's just, that was the change that was happening. Um, and it was more a matter of how much time. I think the pandemic accelerated that. So I think, you know, basically three to four years worth of migration from legacy to streaming happened in a single year. Um, so what we were hoping would happen and is now happening is that when ad spending would come back, it would come back way quicker to the CTV space because that's where eyeballs really shifted during that time. Um, and credit to the ad industry and the, you know, the media agencies for tracking that behavior because they reacted quickly, right? When they came back with their spending, they put it where the eyeballs were um, and it didn't take them long to make those adjustments. I mean, I think is a testament, to, a positive testament to Brightline that you guys were able to adjust so quickly. I think some companies obviously perhaps struggled with that shift to the remote structure, but um, I, you know, and, and, I, and I do think that it was phenomenal to watch that explosion of customer usage yes. of all of these platforms. I 
probably the most talked about events were things like the Michael Jordan or uh, the, the Bulls documentary. And there was always something new on, on one of the platforms that seemed to capture everyone's imagination. And it completely makes sense that now that things are coming back, it would be very that advertisers would be looking much more closely and aggressively on the connected TV space. Uh, it's certainly proven to be a, uh, to offer a wealth of data for them to really understand customers more effectively as well. So, I mean, as you as you look forward over you know this year and the next couple of years, what do you imagine will happen in the marketplace, and and where do you see Brightline evolving to? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think we're gonna we'll continue continue seeing some of the consolidation that's you know mostly been announced and um, see see that actually get translated into the apps that people are using. Um, so there'll be just a handful of primary apps that become the aggregating points for all of their favorite content, um, similar to how we kind of had a few favorite channels uh, on legacy cable boxes. Um, and I think that migration to streaming is gonna finish off, right? I think we'll we'll continue moving in that direction. Um, and what that means is like the way we see that is the behaviors changing to these massively powerful devices, right? You think those old cable boxes can barely do anything. These devices are so powerful. We're, we're just scratching the surface of what they can do from a content delivery, but also ad experience perspective. So, I mean, that's what's very exciting because the data that we can be applying to more personalized experiences, the, the feedback loops that an advertiser can get now to understand in real time, creative A versus creative B, people are engaging with one versus the other, or I'm testing two different audience segments. That real-time feedback loop is, is allowing you know, real-time optimization to across buys, especially as things move toward you know, programmatic management of those buys. So it, it's super exciting, I think. And also, as we work to close the loop on things like purchase and dynamic, um, you know, we want to make sure we're taking advantage of the horsepower that's in those devices we're watching our TV on now. I can imagine with all of this news about sports betting that, <laughs> that, we're, that, that we're not long off from the ability to place a bet during a, during a game. <laughs> so. Well, and I think that's going to be a cool area too, because like, I mean, placing bets can definitely be dangerous for yeah. people, um, me included. Uh, but when you think about like engaging, interacting during programming, there's a lot of really cool stuff that could be done there too. And I think, you know, that's the next frontier that we're tackling with some of our, our network partners that own their content. Um, because I mean, you're certainly not going to want to be interacting with a, a high end drama like Handmaid's Tale. But when you think about reality, you think about sports, it really does lend itself nicely to, um, similar types of interactions that also open up interesting sponsorship points as well. Well, Rob, it's been amazing talking to you about everything that's happening in the connected TV space. And firstly, just congratulations on Brightline's continued growth and success and, and really leadership in the connected TV space. Uh, we've been speaking with Rob Axman. He's the president of Brightline. Uh, Brightline is a company that is, uh, has built out a connected TV monetization platform. We've been talking about the evolution of interactive television, some of the new things that are available in the marketplace, and really, I would say, the shift in the focal point of the industry from linear TV basis with cable, et cetera, to very much of a focus on this new connected TV world and the amazing data that's available. 
to really drive deeper uh, engagement with customers. And so I really wish uh, Brightline well. Rob, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, learned a lot. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers.